Welcome to Married by Design. How do you handle the issues of life? What are the building blocks to cope with any challenge that you have to face? That's what we'll be looking at on this episode of Married by Design. The purpose of the Married by Design podcast is to encourage couples to enjoy all that God has for them in their marriage relationship. Welcome back to Married by Design. It's been great for us to look at these foundational truths that relate to real biblical change. When we study the Bible, we realize that God wants us to handle the issues of life and live a life of victory, joy, and peace. These are all found in a relationship with Jesus Christ. I think as we go through these Christian disciplines, we need to remember that the goal is not primarily to have a better life and handle issues. The goal of our life has to be to live for Jesus Christ and love Him, to cultivate our relationship with Him and enjoy Him. It's out of that love for Him and the greatest commandment that we find we're able to work through this life and become all that God wants us to be. That's a good point to remember. When we get into a mode of looking at the issues in our life and believing that somehow if we fix our issues that we'll live a great life, A great life is found as we draw near to the Lord Jesus Christ to get to know Him better and to love Him more. Our obedience and practicing these disciplines should be in the context of our relationship with the living God. Working on the issues in our life is just a means to honor Him more and to live a life that's pleasing to Him. That prevents us from getting into the legalistic view of expecting that if we just do certain things that God calls us to do, that He'll bless us and fix everything. It's not always the case, and yet we can handle issues biblically and better if we seek after Him and follow His principles. These biblical disciplines and practices do benefit us as we want to handle life's issues and grow in our faith. But they're more foundational than that. They help us to cultivate that relationship with Him. Don't forget that. God doesn't want to be used to fix your life. He wants you to live a life that's focused on Him and reflects His glory and His goodness. You need to remember that as He works in your life and helps you to be more like Jesus Christ. That puts the disciplines in the context that we can live with. When Paul talked about disciplining yourself for the purpose of godliness in 1 Timothy, his whole point was that we need to make the hard choices and follow the disciplines that are hard but will be honoring to the Lord. There certainly is a benefit to obedience. Each of these disciplines will sharpen our hearts and our minds. They will help us to be what we are not yet. So let's jump back into this list. It seems like a long list it is of different practices. And we've said it, we want to encourage you not to be overwhelmed with all these areas. Maybe pick out one or two that you really feel like you're falling short in and begin to work on those. As you begin to work through these different practices and make them a part of your life, you will see yourself growing and handling issues in a better way. We have a lot to consider as we deal with specific issues that we struggle with, but we don't want you to pass over this. This is part of that good foundation to help you actually cope with life and to thrive. Well, let's get back into it. Another discipline is that we should continually judge and evaluate ourselves biblically. So often in life, we buzz along and never examine ourselves, but often focus on the faults and the struggles of other people. In marriage counseling, it's very common for a spouse to be pointing fingers at their companion. It's very easy to do that, but it's not very productive. 
A better biblical discipline is to be evaluating yourself. When you run into issues or struggles, don't assume that it's somebody else's fault. Look at yourself first. In Matthew 7, verse 5, Jesus talks about that. He says in the Sermon on the Mount, You hypocrite! First take the log out of your own eye, and then you'll see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. This is a great principle of biblical change, and this is a discipline because we have to continually work at focusing on ourselves rather than other people. You are the only one that can change you. We often tell people in marriage counseling that they need to focus on themselves and work on themselves and allow the Holy Spirit to work on their spouse. That always seems true. Jesus here is encouraging the believers to look at themselves first. That's right, and that takes discipline and focus, turning your eyes away from the other person and working on yourself. Notice that Jesus doesn't say that we won't be able to help someone else, but he encourages us to focus on ourselves first and to work on self. You have enough to do in your own heart and your own life before even thinking about your spouse or focusing on what other people are doing. So that's a good biblical practice. Another biblical discipline is regarding others as more important than yourself. Oh, how often we have to focus on this in counseling. A lot of the hard issues that we deal with are related to pride and self-focus. Our desires to gratify ourselves and to elevate ourselves. What Paul writes in Philippians chapter 2 is something that we need to keep coming back to. Paul wrote in Philippians 2 verse 3, Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. And then Paul goes on with his glorious illustration of Jesus Christ, how Jesus was not focused on himself and what he wanted and what he deserved. He gave all that up for us. This is a great Christian practice that we need to focus on more. Jesus Christ called his disciples to die to self. We need to be emptied of ourselves and our own desires and begin to focus more and more on others and their needs. We need to consider others more important than ourselves. That should be the bedrock of our marriage relationship. Can you imagine a husband and wife so consumed with regarding the other as more important than himself or herself? That would resolve a lot of the issues within a marriage. And Jesus calls us to be servants, to give up ourselves, to live for the Lord first of all, and to love others. That means sacrificing ourselves to meet the needs of others. Well, let's move on. Another biblical discipline that we need to practice is to dwell on what is excellent. Where has your mind been today? What do you focus on? We could easily focus on the negative, the challenges, the failures, and the temptations. That's our natural inclination. Um, But when we do that, we're not going to change biblically and strengthen our faith. And we're certainly not going to handle the issues of life correctly. Paul in Philippians also calls us to focus on the positive. It's amazing when we choose where we're going to set our mind that it does affect our attitudes and the way that we respond to people. It affects our faith. Philippians 4.8, Paul writes, For finally, brothers... Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about those things. 
Wow, how profound that is, and how much it would impact our Christian life if we chose what we were going to set our minds on, what we're going to think about, what we're going to focus on. That could turn a difficult day or a challenge in your life to a time of joy. We should not focus on the challenges or the failure, the temptation, or distractions. We should think about what Christ has done for us. We should think about our eternal home, the things that God will do in our life, and that we believe by faith. We could also apply that to focusing on God's Word. Certainly God's Word fits all of those qualifications. This brings us back to meditation and thinking about God's Word. When you do that, change will not be far away, and you'll grow in ways that you never imagined. We need to get our minds off the junk food and the trash that we set our minds on. We need to focus on things that are better. Let's look at another Christian discipline. We need to learn to love God's way. Our common way of loving is conditional and filled with expectations. The way that we love typically revolves around ourselves and what we need and what we want. It's a selfish response that we have to people based on what they do and what they won't do for us. And God's ways are so much better. Paul writes about love in 1 Corinthians 13. This really is a discipline if you think about working at this consistently in the relationship between a husband and a wife, for example, or one Christian to another in church. This is a passage that you can focus on to change your heart, to look at the way that you treat others and you respond to them. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. What a challenge it is to live that out. When you think about being disciplined and focused, to love your spouse in that way is a big stretch. This is one of those verses that takes a lifetime to live out. Really, all these disciplines take a lifetime. This is where you realize that to live the Christian life, you need to be empowered by God's Spirit, and you're continually a work in progress. You really can see that if you begin to practice these principles and disciplines in your life, it will change your life. Even before we get to specific issues and how to deal with these struggles, you can see that if we're practicing these disciplines, it will change us and help us to cope and handle life's issues better. That's enough for this week. We're going to say it again. You may feel a little bit overwhelmed at all of these areas, but we encourage you to write down these principles and begin to focus on one or two that you really are weak on. This process of biblical change and being disciplined as a Christian takes a lifetime. It takes a lot of work to really begin to practice these things and maintain them. But this is just like your physical health and even the maintenance of your car. You need to commit to do these practices that lead to health or a trustworthy car and to spiritual health. That's right. There are a lot of things that we have to do to stay physically healthy, and we do the best we can. The closer we get to being consistent in those things, the better off we are. And when some disease or physical trial does come, we'll we'll be better able to cope with it. That's the idea. We hope you haven't passed over these things, even if you're trying to encourage somebody else, to pick out a few of these things and begin to encourage them to develop good habits. 
not only so that they can handle the issues of life better, but so that they can mature as believers and be all that God would want them to be. Well, let's pray. Father, we just thank you again for our time in this podcast. Thank you for the chance that we have to share, God. And we understand that there's so many aspects to the Christian life, so many practices and disciplines. God, help us not to see it as a legalism, but flowing out of our love for you, God. And I just pray that you would empower us to be a little more disciplined, a little more focused, and to see the fruit of that in our lives and the lives of others. And we ask for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for being with us. We would encourage you, if you have questions, uh, you can email us or comments at marriedbydesign01 at gmail.com. We're always trying to refine this podcast and make it more helpful. We'd love to get your input. We also ask you to share this podcast with somebody else. Would you let somebody else know about the topic that we're covering, handling life's issues? You can share the link at the bottom to let them know about it. You have opportunities that maybe no one else will in the kingdom of God to impact that life that's right next to you. Part of that can be as you counsel and encourage those around you. And part of it could be even if you share the link and the information about the podcast. Well, next week on our podcast, we're going to conclude this whole idea of Christian disciplines that we need to practice. These foundational practices that provide a good basis for biblical change and handling issues better. We'll look forward to having you next week on Married by Design. 